we're back. Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with uh, Shauna Theriault and Jarrett McKenzie. Right now, though, we have a uh, financial planning topic that uh, we want to talk about. And I'll turn that over to you, Shauna. And sure. Well, we figured it since it's tax time, and this this question always comes up about a home office deduction. Uh, you know, uh, this particular question that we got our situation is a married couple, and they're looking at um, taking a different job, and the pay is going to be less, but they can work out of their house. So they thought, well, maybe with a home office deduction, the pay would be comparable, et cetera. So um, you can look at it like that. <clears throat> There's a couple things. So if you're self-employed or, you know, you have to look at the, the different tests. So if you're if you're self-employed or if you work for an employer, number one, it has to be your primary place of residence. So if your employer doesn't offer you a place to work or you're, you're a telecommuter, basically, or if you're self-employed, then you can look at it like that. Um, and it has to be exclusive and regular use. There's a test for that as well to be able to say, okay, this portion um, of my home is deductible potentially. And so it could, there's a couple ways to calculate it. I won't get into that, but you know, you can look at it as this portion of my house, if it is exclusive and it meets those tests, can be um, deducted on your tax return. So if you use it for the business during the week and on the weekend, you use it for personal use, it fails the test, right? Correct. Yeah. It totally fails. You can't even per- it has to be exclusive. It has to be wow. exclusive. Okay. Yeah. It does have to be exclusive to do so. So But but you can look at things like, you know, even inventory rooms and, Mm -hmm. you know, if it's exclusively for holding inventory or... um, And and so, you know, in looking at what expenses are covered under that, it could be, um, you know, it can look at rents, utilities. Um, It cannot be just a primary phone line coming in, but if you have long distance calls, you can, you know, use that as well. Um, you know, even maintenance in, in, on your home. So 20% of your home is an office exclusively used for business. And, you know, you do some sort of painting or maintenance, 20% of that could be deductible. All right. Uh, and it doesn't have to just be in the space that you've deemed as correct part of the, part of the office. So correct. how do you deal with things like internet and, you know, other stuff that you're using for both things? I mean, does that, does that play into this at all? If, if say you've got an online business and of course, part of the internet usage that you have each month is for uh, business purposes, is any of that deductible or does it, can you write any of that off? Yeah. So, I mean, if you have specific lines set up directly just for the business, then that can be just written off if it's just a business expense through your business. But if it's used for, you know, utilities, for example, or you can't just say, well, this, this <laughs> you know, was what, right. So right. it is a percentage actually. So you can take a percentage of your utilities. You can't say like this one line is, unless you have a separate line for something, you know, like a phone line right. or what have you, or a separate internet line, mm-hmm. then you could say that that full amount is for the business, but otherwise it's a percentage. Okay. Typically, or you can do the actual expense based on, you know, like I said, if it's just for that business right. directly for it. Okay. Right. Now I have heard before that the IRS, this is like a red flag for them. Is that, I mean, is it, I, I know it's a concern for many people that it, you know, kind of makes them a standout for a, for a situation where they might be looked audit. at a little bit closer. Yeah, I, I mean, it can be a red flag. Um, you know, it, it certainly can be, but it is common. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it is, it's definitely, it's definitely, you know, more looked at um, than anybody with a standard, you know, no deductions like that. But sure. I don't know that it's a huge red flag. Well, I think it would probably be to the extent in which you're writing it off, right? I mean, if I'm doing 
the entire value of my house and saying that that's the business, well, that would be a red flag. But sure. I think that in the test is based on square footage and then a rate that's applied to each square foot. Yeah, and there's so, a couple different ways to calculate it. That's, that's one way to do it. Or if it's, you know, 20% of, you, you can do it based on if it's 20% of the square foot of my house or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know I keep going back to 20%, but obviously, you know, it looks at how much the square footage of this room versus the rest of my house, what right. percentage is that? So maybe if you're above a certain <clears throat> rate or total, then maybe the... the uh, red flag it goes up a little bit quicker if it's if it seems more you know a bigger portion or something like that right yeah, right I would imagine that if you know as long as you know the rule and you live specifically by the rule that you're probably not going to have any problems even if you were audited to, you know right um, you're still going to be able to cover it well working with an accountant too directly you know we have CPAs here on staff if, sure. if there's any question you know working directly with them to make sure you're doing it correctly and and it's legitimate and then obviously if you're audited they would help you in that but um that's that's always a great idea is to ask the professional that's right all material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current but accuracy cannot be guaranteed the contents are intended for general information purposes only information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional such as a tax consultant insurance advisor or attorney Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.